Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All righty, we are getting stuck into the crossover on this Thursday afternoon, as we always do. It's all thanks to Hoops Capital. So Sydney Kings, oh, everything's crossed for this game on Saturday night against South East Melbourne Phoenix, and you need some results to go their way. But the Flames, the Flames are absolutely flying at the moment. Speaking of, they've got a huge game against the Southside Flyers on Sunday out at Kudos Bank Arena. $10 for adults, $25 for families to get in, and it's a say goodbye to Lauren Jackson um, who's been an out-and-out superstar of the game of basketball. One of the uh, – another stars of the game of basketball, former Opal and two-time champion of the WNBL. Now a Flames assistant coach is Renee Garlop, who is joining us in the studio. G'day, Renee. Hey, hey. Thanks, Oh, hang on. There we go. Oh, we're here. We're good. We're there. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for we're having there. me. Absolute pleasure. Hey, you would have played with – Lauren Jackson back in the day, right? No, well, we never really played together. We crossed paths at a few uh, Opals camps, um, but, yeah, never actually played on the same team. But um, definitely was in awe of her the whole way through and growing up. So this Sunday is going to be pretty special. Right, so you're now coaching, but she's still playing yes. and you're in awe of her growing yes, up. that's it. How impressive is that to do what she's done, to have such an incredible career, then step away, have kids and come back and still dominate? Yeah, I don't know many people that could do that. Okay. Uh, greatest basketball, a male or female, this country's ever had? Lauren Jackson. Right. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, no doubt yeah. there. Yeah. All right. No, I thought as much. Hey, um, Flames, how's things going? Everyone we spoke to at the Flames, and this was, although we haven't, Guy Malloy's been dodging us during the course of this year, but everyone else, from players to uh, assistants, they all said, so many new players, it's going to take time. And it feels like that's the way the season is playing out. Is that a fair comment? Yeah, I think, I think you know, a new coaching staff, new head coach, new players, it was always going to take time. I think at the start, having so many injuries from the get-go with key players, that was what took a bit longer as right. well. But I, I think all in all, we're pretty, we've been very fortunate with the personalities we've got and the work ethics of the players that we did have that, yeah, it's been kind of fun to have to make it work each week and get the injured players back in and... Yeah, I think fingers crossed, everyone's back and we're hitting at the right time. Okay, so I was going to ask you about that, but also we, we had Kayla George and Tess Madgen playing for the Opals as well. They've come back because it's been, it seems like an age since the Flames have played. Yes. Um, they've come back, they're fine. Yeah, well, we haven't actually seen them yet because oh, they right. got back late last night. So they oh, had right. a almost a two-day travel back from Brazil. So, okay. um, yeah, fingers crossed they're getting some good rest in and ready to smash it back into this week. And so they'll play on Sunday? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, fantastic. I look at the stats about, you know, what the Flames have done this year, and if you look at it from an individual level, it's Lauren Nicholson and Kayla George are just everywhere on the stat sheet. Is that a fair representation of how – 
important they've been to the Flames this year? Yeah, they, they've both had, you know, great season and been incredibly important to the team. We've also been very lucky with Dee Dee Richards. One of our imports has had a standout year as well. Um, probably a lot of the things she does doesn't really show up on the stat sheet, but she's just fierce defensively. Like a, a lot of the things we get done defensively is credit to her and how aggressive she is. Um, and then, yeah, Paige Bradley's come on along yep. really well this season, our other import. Uh, and then through injuries, we've, you know, Emma Clark has emerged as, you know, a great player, having a bigger role this season than she's had before. And I think everybody through kind of us early on, not finding the group that we thought would, we knew would get it done and things like that. Everyone's kind of had a chance to really have their moment and improve. And that's always exciting. Uh, you had your own decorated career in, in basketball and, and represented the Opals and uh, WNBL champ. When did the thought about going into coaching strike you? Oh, it's funny. I think it was just one of those things. I'd stopped playing and just randomly got asked to coach a school team. And then um, I think when I stopped playing, the biggest the fear I had was, like, where am I going to get that adrenaline for, from? And I'm so competitive and I love right. that part of sport. <laughs> and then kind of started coaching and realized that you get the exact same rush and Working with a team is obviously the best part probably about sport, getting it done with other people. And then coaching still allows that. And I still get to challenge myself and be involved in the sport. And yeah, I've just loved it ever since. Uh, it, a lot of people talk about when they make that transition to the coach's box or, or, or courtside that when you're a player, you can have an impact, a direct impact. You can't as a coach. Is How do you find that? Is it frustrating initially? Have you come to terms with that part of it? Uh, yeah, it's a few people have asked that actually. It's like they, they people will ask, do I get frustrated? You can't kind of go out there and do it. And it, for some reason it hasn't really, yeah, I don't know. It hasn't really frustrated me too much. I, I just love the challenge in, in the moments of, yeah, I guess how you can get the best out of people and, and help them in that moment. But, um, yeah, thankfully, no, I haven't got frustrated because okay. that would be annoying. So yeah, we're good. <laughs> Cause you can't do anything yeah, about exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Uh, you mentioned school, you're still, and you, you're sort of juggling between two at the moment you're full-time at the flames but give us the the difference between coaching at school level and at professional level or, or is there a difference yeah I think that it's funny I guess school level that I was able to coach a few state teams along the way and then you go up the up the ranks to the WNBL I think that the, the big difference that stands out is the consistent work ethic and just the little habits that are done all the time that's right. the, the little things that, you know, the work ethic of getting in, doing the extra work and whatever it takes to become the best player you can be um, and the intensity they work at, that's probably the biggest difference. Yeah, right, which you expect from the, yeah. the professional athlete. Uh, speaking of that that level of professionalism and, and work ethic, is there, might be hard for you to single someone out, but is there anyone that stands out for Like I look at the, and we had Tess in uh, nice and early during the season, Tess Magin, but her story of persistence and when things went against her and whether it was injury or non-selection or whatever it was, but you could argue she's at the best point of her career now. And certainly that from a representative point of view, is there anyone stands out for you? Oh, we've got, we've got so many in different ways because I, we, you know, we've got a range of younger players like Emma Clark's just a gym rat and does everything all the time as much as she possibly can. And she's earlier in her career. And then yep. you've got Tess who's, you know, done it all and worked through it all and she's as professional as she possibly can be. Lauren Nicholson goes above and beyond as well. And right. I think I do think that it becomes contagious. So if you've got a few on your team, then everyone just kind of follows and it becomes something that becomes normal. And I think that's what we've been really lucky with the, the leaders at the Flames 
the younger ones or the ones that maybe didn't have that level of work ethic or hadn't been exposed to that type of environment before have kind of just jumped on and latched to it. So I'd say across the board, majority of them are really good. Uh, what uh, both Tess and Kayla said this, that they started talking to each other once they found out that Guy Malloy was coming to the club as coach. What are the things that Guy brings to the Sydney Flames? Uh, I mean, he's he's an incredibly skilled coach. He definitely knows knows all his craft. But I think the things that I've probably been most impressed with with him is his genuine care for all the players and how he communicates with with everyone, which um, sometimes just doesn't get done in professional sport because you've got so many players you've got to cater to. Sure. And I think he I think he generally takes pride in developing them all individually, even throughout such a busy season um, and ensuring it's a positive environment, which yeah. um, I think that's essentially why we've had, while we've had the success we've had, but also I think while everyone at this point of the season, when sometimes it gets a little bit draggy or naggy because we've been hanging out for so long together while everyone's still peaking and really excited to, to be together. Fleur McIntyre was our special guest last week and I asked her the question, I'll ask you the same one. When you step forward at courtside, when, when the coach is looking at everything and you step forward as an assistant, what are you providing that coach or what do you want to provide them? What are you looking at to, to help them with what they're, they're doing from a, a coaching perspective? Uh, I guess uh, my my job is I do a lot of the scouting of the other teams. So right. if there's just anything that I've watched or anything that I think they might do coming out of a timeout or going into the game or something that I've observed or a matchup that someone subbed in um, and I think that we need to change who's marking who or if we've got an advantage anywhere, just that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, and uh, the other thing I've got to ask you about, look, I work with Tom Garlop. He's your husband. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> There might be more relaxed people on the planet. I'm not sure that I've met them, right? So you think he's relaxed? Oh, oh, he has you full. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so to give you an example, we were we were going to air, I think, in 23 <laughs> seconds time, right? And it's like, where's Tom Garlop? And he just wandered in, said, "G'day, mate. How are you?" I said, "Yeah, Tommy, sit down, mate. We're on here." So not a care in the world. But have I misread that situation? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah. give us some insight then. Well, I mean, he's a redhead. Naturally, they're quite fiery, fiery right? Yes, there you go. Yes. Um, yeah, I'd just say he's incredibly, you know, passionate and fiery. And yeah, if that's – I'd say for the most part, actually, you're right. If With things that, you know, are kind of on surface level and not too, um, too important over the top, he's quite relaxed. Okay. But then if you get in with things that – like with his own coaching or with his work, he can, um, yeah, definitely fire up. Oh, it was a tough weekend for the St. Ignatius first five, yeah, I tell see, you what. exactly. You? <laughs> that, that'd fire him up. Well, there you go. I had to shut down that conversation very quickly. <laughs> I bet, yeah. I bet. Uh, now, the other part about it, I read an article about uh, you two, and when this was back when Tom was still playing, and he said, yeah, she's my harshest critic, you know, very, very direct with the truth. Have you carried that, that you, you uh, provide direct feedback with your husband? As I think a lot of... Well, certainly my wife, very direct feedback with me. Um, have you carried that through to your work with the players? Are you very direct in the way you deliver your, uh, your message? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, yeah, I, I'd like to think that, yeah, I definitely don't probably beat around the bush and like to be direct. And I think that, uh, especially if I, when I'm head coaching, I like to think that all the players know where they stand. Whether it's good or bad, you'll always know where you stand. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. I, 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 I prefer that as a player, so that's why I guess I try to – to help the players out so they always have an understanding of what I'm thinking and what they need to do. I think there's probably every sport on the planet is those people who deliver a blunt message, right? And and this was – so as a result of that, if you've played at a, a sport at a professional level, you walk into every other piece of work after that and you almost crave that yeah, direct yeah. 
Do you, do you find that? Yeah, Renee? yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that. Yeah, I definitely prefer it. I've definitely gone into jobs that um, aren't really the professional world of sport and people will uh, definitely feel my directness and right. maybe not enjoy it at the start <laughs> right. but, or I'll have to dim it down a little bit. But, yeah, you're right, exactly. All right. If you've got a question for Renee, let us know, 0457 736 736. The open line number, if you'd like to have a chat, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 You're listening to The Crossover on SEN. We will get to the Sydney Kings. We might have a chat about the Kings after the break. But no uh, Renee Garlop, our special guest, stick around. All righty. Welcome back. Uh, Renee Garlop, our special guest in the studio. Righto. So just over there, you can see Renee, the big elephant in the room, right? And that is the Sydney Kings, who are obviously a big part of Hoops Capital, which the Flames are a part of. Does it have an impact on the entire organisation when... The side is not, or one of the sides, the men's side on this occasion, is not performing as anticipated? Yeah, I think because um, we work so closely and, you know, yeah. we train next to each other and uh, everyone's involved together. I think when they lose, yeah, you definitely feel it. Um, and we, we obviously want the best for them. So, um, yeah, what they're going through now obviously isn't ideal. And, yeah, fingers crossed they can get it done on Saturday. Looking at it from your professional lens, what do you see? What's... Yeah, yeah. I see that they could win on Saturday and they'll get in and everything will be great right. and they'll just go get the three-peat. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's it. That's good. <laughs> because here's the thing, and, and, you know, my knowledge of basketball is limited. Tommy's is great, so I lean on him a lot. But he talked about, you know, the best of the Sydney Kings is really good. I mean, they obliterated Melbourne United, albeit at home, a couple of weeks ago. But the inconsistencies... And even inconsistencies during the course of games is the concern. Is fair comment? Yeah, I, I must admit, I, I, Tom's watched more games probably than I have to comment on at all. But I think when they're locked in defensively and they, you, yep. you've seen games when they're super gritty and they're fighting for everything, both offensively and defensively, they can beat anyone. Um, but it's definitely the inconsistencies for them that's that's hurt them. And I think they've shown enough that, that proves they can still, they're still yeah. in it and everything can be can be great, but I think they've just got to, once they figure it out, um, to, to kind of hold on for 40 minutes. That's the difference. Uh, round 20 starts tonight, actually. So big games there for the Sydney Kings. They've got that massive game against the Phoenix on Saturday night down in Melbourne. You've got a massive game on Sunday, Kudos Bank Arena. Tell us about this Lauren Jackson testimonial. No, it's not a test. It's a, a thank you game. Yeah, I think uh, because they're not sure if she's playing next season, so this might be the last chance to celebrate her. She's from Albury, from New South Wales. Yep. So I think it's it's fitting that we can celebrate her um, and just pack out Kudos Bank Arena. The more people we can get there, the better. Cheering for Lauren Jackson and the Flames. So yes. <laughs> just, just Lauren from the Flyers and then the rest of the Flames. But uh, it's going to be it, – I mean – what more could you want if you're a fan? Not only do you get to watch Lauren Jackson, but the game is both teams have to win. Must win game for both teams and so many finals implications on the line. So it's going to be a cracker. So uh, Flyers have won 11, Boomers have won 11, Flames have won 11. It's all very tight there. They've got a few games in hand though. Um, you look at what, what the latter is saying now uh, and based on what you've seen throughout the course of the year, can the Flames win the competition this year? Yeah, I think in in the last month, it's probably proven that anyone could win. I think that once you get that top four together, uh, any it's anyone's guess who could win, it's, which is super exciting if you're a fan. Um, and then, like, if you look at the ladder, there's even Bendigo and Perth. So I think it's top six. It could still make it. Right, yep. Um, so we could finish anywhere from second to fifth, right. which is uh, – 
with two games to go, two which is pretty remaining. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we just got to take care of, just take care of ourselves and win and we should be fine. But um, yeah, the whole, the whole thing's quite exciting, really. Excellent. Fleur, as I mentioned, we spoke to her yesterday, uh, last week, and she's gone from a coaching position to a general manager position. What about you? What do you, what do you see in your future? Do you see WNBL head coaching? What are your dreams and aspirations, Renee? Um, yeah, it's funny. I, I get asked this one a lot and kind of, I think as a player, I had all these dreams and aspirations and I could have told you exactly what I wanted to do. But since going into coaching, I've, I've kind of just, the mentality I've had is just take care of what's in front of me, do a really good job at that and kind of just see what happens next. And I've, I've quite enjoyed that approach so far. So yeah, just rolling with that. Uh, so would you be open to WNBA if an opportunity came? Yeah, I think that, I mean, last year, gosh, if you were to tell me the year I had last year that I'd be involved with the Opals and got to do some of those opportunities, I would never have thought that. So I think if I could just continue to work on what I'm doing, continue to learn, and then whatever happens, yeah, I think I'd just be open to anything, to be honest. It is great to have you in. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Also, we wish you all the very best for Sunday and the remainder of the season. And we also wish you all the very best with having Tom Gallup as your husband. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. I need it. Thank you very much. Uh, Renee Gallup there, our special guest, Sydney Flames assistant coach. Make sure you get out there. Kudos Bank Arena on Sunday. It's a special Lauren Jackson appreciation game. Tickets, $10 for adults and $25 for families. Righto, let's break and then we're wrapping up the show.